Hey, I'm Brian Brister, a worship leader, certified health coach, and fashion photographer. Welcome to the Brian Brister Experience Podcast. I'll be sharing with you from a myriad of topics that I gather from suggestions I receive on my social media accounts or in conversation with friends. I'll also interview cool people doing cool things in the world, probably while drinking coffee, definitely while drinking water. Thanks for joining Today, I'm going to share a little bit more with you guys about my relationship life, uh, dating, what that looks like, marriage, all of those things. I realize that this is a part of my life that I don't talk much about. If we're being completely honest, there's not a ton to share. So, but there are some things. And I also just kind of want you guys to know where my head is and where my heart is and what that looks like. So I decided to just share a bit about what's been going on the past couple of weeks and months, and then also something really cool that's happened in the past couple of days. So here we go. Many of you know that I have dated a lot over the years, and I used to date a lot more. I've had a number of girlfriends in my life, but more recently in the past, we'll say five years, I have only had one serious girlfriend in that time. I've dated a number of girls I have been on a number of dating apps. I've done that whole scene, which I am not a huge fan of. In fact, I hate dating apps, which I will share more about in a bit. But I haven't been in a consistent relationship very much at all recently. And so if you just came into my life in the past five to seven years, then you probably don't know Brian with a girlfriend, except for maybe my most recent ex-girlfriend. and. That's been an interesting thing to process through. I am 35 years old and would love to have been married by now. A lot of my friends are married by now. A lot of my friends have kids now, which that is not something that I desire, but I would love to be married. At the same time, I've had this very interesting shift that's happened in the past couple of years where even though I do desire to be married, I'm also really good right now. Like, I love my life. I'm really happy. I'm doing a lot of really cool things. And I honestly don't feel the desire to be married nearly as strong as it used to be. There may even be days or weeks that I go without thinking about it unless someone else brings it up. And (laughs) I make the joke periodically that I think my friends are praying for my wife more than I am and praying that I get married more than I am. And it's a bit of a joke, but it's also probably true. My friends and the people that love me really desire to see me married. But I'm good. I am. I'm really happy with where I am in life right now. Do I want to get married? Yes. Do I want to get married tomorrow? No. It's interesting, having been in Nashville for just over a year now, and when I made the announcement that I was moving from LA to Nashville and I didn't know why just God had told me to go. I didn't want to go, but of course I was going to trust God and follow his plan. So many people. And I mean, hundreds of people were like, Oh my gosh, it's your wife. Your wife is in Nashville. You're going to meet your wife in Nashville. That's why God's telling you to go. And Hey, maybe you're right. To my knowledge, that has not happened yet, but (laughs) it is definitely a possibility that part of the reason that I have come to Nashville is to find a wife. We will see. But that being said, it still comes up in conversation a lot. People ask me, oh, have you found your wife yet? Are you still looking? What are you doing? Are you going on dates? All this kind of stuff. And I've been on a couple of dates 
nothing major, not anyone that I clicked with that I felt I wanted to pursue more. I have asked a couple of girls out who said no. So that's also a thing. (laughs) But the story that I wanted to tell as well as what's been going on in the past couple of weeks is it's come up in conversation more. More people asking if I'm dating, more people asking if I feel that I'm any closer to finding a wife or am I still believing for a wife or do I still want to be married and all that. And it's just interesting that it keeps coming up in conversation. Maybe it's a little less interesting because I'm back in the South and everybody wants to talk about marriage here. That is one thing that I did not miss living in L.A. and New York is people don't really care if you're married or not for the most part. They just want to hang out with you and be your friends so you do cool things. But in the South, people want you to be married. So (laughs) it's funny in that regard. But I have had a number of conversations recently, and it's always the same answer. I'm good. Do I want to be married? Yes. But I'm also good. I love my life, and I'm totally cool living this out, seeing what God has for me, helping people get healthy, traveling with Maverick City. Things are good. And... Even though, I mean, don't get me wrong, I still have a lot of struggles in my life. There are a lot of things that I wish were better. But at the same time, I'm like, do I want to bring a wife into all this right now? Not really. Um, So (laughs) that's a whole thing there. But on Sunday morning, I went to church. I go to church at the Belonging Company, for those of you who do not know that. I went to church on Sunday. And I sat next to a person that I had met a couple of weeks before at an event and we exchanged pleasantries and then worship starts and we're worshiping and it ends and they come up to do the offering and we sit down and she leans over to me and she says, I just really feel that I'm led to tell you that God created you to do some really, really big, incredible things and that your wife is closer than you think she is. And I was like, ah, okay, well, this person doesn't know me at all. She doesn't even remember my name. But okay, yeah, I know how God works, and I know that God speaks through people, and so thank you, Jesus. I I, I will accept that. Also, a little nervous that she's closer than I think, because, like, is she sitting nearby, or (laughs) is she close in time? Like, what are we talking right now? So, anyways, I, I, I obviously thanked God for that, and I accepted that word. And then church continues, and Pastor Henry's preaching, and he makes a comment about men's prayer being the following morning at 7 a.m. At The Belonging, we have men's prayer every other Monday at 7 a.m. Women's prayer is on the opposite every other Monday at 9 a.m. I'm a little annoyed by that, if we're being honest. The fact that prayer's at 7 a.m., but the women get to pray at 9 a.m., I know that there's a purpose for it. I know they have planned it a lot. I know they have thought all about it. I do not want to get up and drink coffee and get dressed and leave my house and go to the church and be there at seven o'clock in the morning to pray. I just don't. If we're being real, I just don't want to do it. That's all. So I haven't been. I pray every day. I read my Bible every day, but I have not been to men's prayer. So as he's chatting about men's prayer and hyping it up and getting people involved, the lady that was sitting next to me just leans over and just kind of taps my arm and goes, that's you. And I just kind of laughed because I'm not going to men's prayer. And also, for those of you who are judging me so hard right now, I'm sorry. I understand how terrible this sounds. 
I just don't want to get up and get dressed and drink coffee and leave my house before seven o'clock in the morning. I don't want to do it. That doesn't look like time freedom to me. Um, nine o'clock prayer. Absolutely. Let's do it all day. But anyways, I chuckled. But then after church, I just kept thinking about what she had said, the word that she had given me. And then also the little tap and like, that's you about prayer. And I was like, God, I don't want to go. I can pray anytime. Also, I'm probably not getting home until 1230 or later. And then I'll have to shower and go to bed and wake up at six. I don't want to do that. No, that sounds terrible. But I couldn't get it out of my mind. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going. I don't want to go, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go to prayer at seven o'clock in the morning on a Monday. Okay, I'm doing this. So then I texted my friend after service about what the lady had said. And she made a joke. When is someone going to tell me when my husband's coming? And I was like, I don't know. And then I asked her the question. I was like, do you pray for him? And she said, yeah, I do. And I was like, huh, interesting. I don't. It may have been three plus months since I prayed for my wife. I just, it's not on my radar. It's not something I do. I don't pray for my wife. And I think part of that is the fact that I'm not currently pursuing anyone. And so in my mind, I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I'm just, I'm here. I've prayed for her before. I have the whole list in my phone of the things that I desire in a wife and all that kind of stuff. But it's not something that I do. I don't pray for my wife. So when my alarm went off at six o'clock the next morning, I thought I had died. There was no possible way that I had even fallen asleep. Like, oh gosh, it was so crazy how tired I was. And I was like, God, can I just not do this? And I just felt him say, go. <sighs> okay. All right, fine. I'm going. And also like, this is men's prayer. So I'm not meeting my wife. Okay. Just to get that out of your minds. Cause you're all like, oh my gosh, he met his wife at men's prayer. No, he did not. She wasn't there. Okay. It was men, but I walk in and it is very loud, <laughs> which is fine, but I'm not awake yet. And for those of you who don't know me well, I need about two hours before I have to people. And I recognize that. So therefore I plan that in my day. I wake up, I have coffee, I have breakfast, I do my devotional, I listen to some music, I read my Bible. I take about two hours before I have to people. And I didn't do that on Monday morning and it was very loud and I was not in the mood for people. So I'm also an extrovert. So it's weird that I have that little part of me, but I know that I just need to wake up fully and then I'm all about you. Anyways, sorry, this is a very long story that should not be this long. I just feel like I need to explain everything for some reason. If Laura Anderson is listening to this, she is laughing because she comments on the fact that I feel the need to explain everything all the time. But here we are. So I go into men's prayer and they're praying and I'm there. and I'm like, cool, awesome. Yay, Jesus. Woohoo. I love you, God. You're amazing. Why am I here? I don't want to be here. Also, you're really cool. I love you, Jesus. Yay. Bless my family. Not really in it, just saying prayer stuff. So towards the end of prayer, the guy who's leading says, all right, men, I want you to pray for your families. And I want you to pray for your wife because you are the head of your household. And I want you to pray blessings over them. And I want you to pray for God to do big things in their life and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, mm, great. Yeah, let's pray for our family and pray for our wife because I don't got none of that. So like, I understand. I, yes. Okay. I get it. But. That's where I'm at. And then he says, for those of you who aren't married, I want you to pray for your future wife. 
pray for her specifically where she is right now. And I thought, huh, I don't think I've ever done that. I've prayed for my wife before, but I've prayed for her to be this person and do this thing and look this way and love Jesus and want to go on adventures and be a worship leader. And I've prayed all those things, but I've never prayed for her, the person specifically. And if my wife is closer than I think, then that means my wife is already born, which like, thank God, because I'm not really into a 35 year age difference in marriage. (laughs) So it means that for some period of time, hopefully 25 plus years, my wife has been walking around on planet earth and I've never once prayed for her. I've never once asked God to be with her, to encourage her, to let her know how much she was loved. If you can't tell, I'm getting super emotional right now, which is exactly what happened on Monday morning in the prayer group. So I think to myself, wow, I've never done that. I've never prayed for her specifically. And so I just start praying for her. God, I want you to bless her. God, I want you to meet her wherever she is right now, and I want you to wrap her in your arms. Whatever it is that she's going through, I want her to feel your peace. I want you to fill her completely till she is overflowing. God, whenever she goes into work today, I want you to give her the words to say. I want you to give her wisdom in every situation. I want you to help her. When she's presented with difficult situations, whenever she's presented with difficult things that she is able to reach out, that she is able to be a bright light for you, God, I want you to give her wisdom beyond her years that she can speak into other people. I want you to have people reach out to her today and remind her of how loved she is and remind her of how wonderful she is and remind her of how thankful they are that she is in their life. And I break I fall apart, like weeping, sobbing. My whole body is shaking. I lost it. And then I began to recognize that this is the way that I should be praying for my wife. Whether I get married in six months or if I get married in 60 years, really don't want to get married at the age of 95, let's be real. But whenever that time is, this is the way that I should be preparing I am also praying that I become more of who God created me to be, that I become a bigger light, that I become all of these things. And part of that is so that I become the husband that she deserves. But she also needs me to pray for her. She needs the covering of my prayer as well. She deserves that. And I've never once given that to her until Monday. So that was a really, really crazy awakening for me, that it's not just about praying for them to look a certain way or act a certain way or be a certain thing or do a certain thing, but actually praying for the human, for the person, where they are right now. So if you're a person who isn't married, I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to pray for your spouse where they are. I mean, you can still pray the other prayers too. I'm not saying that you can't do that. But I want to encourage you to actually pray for the person as though you know who they are and that they are in your life daily. Think about how you would pray if your spouse was leaving for work today or was going on a trip or was stepping into a very important meeting 
or was having conversations with a group of people today, how would you pray for your spouse that way? And do that now, even though you don't know them. I really believe that it's going to change the way that you show up in seeking relationship, in pursuing people who may become your spouse. Now, granted, I have not put this to the test, but I can recognize from the way that I felt on Monday and the way that I felt every day since then, and the way that I just felt sharing this with you and the emotion that I felt about it, it matters. So take some time and pray for your spouse. And hey, if you are married, I hope you're already praying for your spouse. But if not, take some time, pray for them, pray special blessings over them, pray fruitfulness and growth and peace and wisdom and joy and all of the things that you desire to see in them, pray that over them. Whether this was your first time listening or you've been around for a while, I'd love it if you would share this episode with at least one person you think may enjoy it. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at Brian Brister for a more behind the scenes look at my life. You can also send me a DM or comment on my most recent Instagram post, whatever it is, if there's a specific topic you'd like to hear me speak on, or if you have questions about something I said today. That's all for me. I'll be back next week. Until then, do good, be well. Oh, and drink some water.